Hi everyone, it's Dom here from the D&D Apocalypse Tour. We did not play last week uh, because two of us were sick. So instead, myself and Katie took it upon us, ourselves, <laughs> to have a bit of a discussion as promised in last episode where we'd sit down and talk about gay things. And uh, we did. So this is the content that has been prepared. If you do not want to listen to it, I suggest coming back next week for when we do have our regularly scheduled program. But if not, and you want to have a listen, thank you so much and enjoy our ramblings and we will see you next week. I just, I just read this on October 11th, 2021, the National Coming Out Day. Garrett Sander made an Instagram post with the hashtag, hashtag Claudine is a lesbian. Claudine is a lesbian. <laughs> that she is. <coughs> I mean, just look at her. Yep. I'm what looking straight right at woman her. would wear this? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's got that, the, um, that fucking, uh, that hair poof where it's like down mm -hmm. the middle, but you like stick it up. She's wearing, uh -huh. is, is that like a boa around her neck? I don't. There's nothing uh, straight I don't know, this. but it matches her belt. But it, mm. it matches her belt. But oh, she's got the earrings. She's got the earrings. She's got the. What would we, going by visuals, or you mm. know her personality, you've watched the shorts. Yeah. How would we categorize her? Like, what kind um, of. Good question. I would say chapstick lesbian. Uh, yeah, I think I'm agreeing with you. I did some research. <laughs> you did <laughs> research! <laughs> I, and by that I mean I opened up a couple of pages like I jokingly <laughs> typed in types of lesbians and I got one page that was like 20 types of I was like oh my god what oh, okay. so, so we've okay. got included in this list here we yeah. have butchers which yep. we all know and love mm -hmm. we have studs which we know I, and love we studs have studs yeah I think that's the um, it's like butch but specifically for black women Oh, okay. If I remember correctly, let me Google that. Okay. Uh, it's like the ones I know, or the ones that are set in Australia, are you got like lipstick lesbian, which is a very, very feminine lesbian. Um, you've yeah. got a chapstick lesbian who kind of goes mm -hmm. between feminine and masculine. I would say I myself am a chapstick lesbian. Uh, uh -huh. I can go I can go between masculine and feminine. Like there are some days I'll wear dresses and skirts, mainly for work. And there are some days I'll just wear t-shirts and jeans and not do any makeup. So is yeah. that butch stone butch is like hella. Hella butch. Hella, yeah. Hella. Yeah, I got the thing here. Stud is a dominant lesbian. The term originated with the African American lesbian community. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh studs. We've got Futch. Fudge fems, high fems. Actually, speaking of high fems, um, me and Maria watched a video recently. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Maria's so lovely. She keeps like tagging me in things on Facebook. You know, just like commenting. It's just like commenting their name, and then you watch the video. She keeps sending me cat videos. It's so cute. But she, she sent me one. Huh? I, know, I was saying she must be like the only young person to still use Facebook these days. <laughs> uh, but um, she tagged me in one that was like a uh, I don't know what page it was on, but it was like it was it was a long video. I skipped a lot of it, but um, <laughs> it was like a chat between I think it was 
eight different women, women uh-huh. and it was basically, <laughs> Lord help me for saying this, it was basically Among Us, but with lesbians. Oh, among and Us, but with lesbians. The whole goal was to find out which one of them wasn't a lesbian, like they were all interviewing each other. What the fuck? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and... Okay. Um, I remember just before I do this with like everything I do on like Facebook, like before I watch or read anything, I just quickly just for no reason I just read some of the comments first, then I'll go back and watch it. Yeah. And then I saw one comment, it says, Proof that high femmes are bullied in the community. And then oh, I scrolled yeah. up and sure enough the the femme girl was kicked off first because oh. she wasn't butch looking and she was like, you know, uh open about being really femme, but she is a lesbian, blah blah blah. And the one who wasn't a lesbian was pretty butch looking. Yeah. I and find, she she won. <laughs> I find that's um that's quite common. Yeah. Um, I, agree. Especially, I find especially especially in Australia. Um uh-huh. where you know, I've been told when I'm when I dress a little bit more feminine, I've been told, Oh, you don't look gay. Well, you know, there's no way uh, you can I've be gay. And it's just like uh, I don't know what else to do. Do you want me to just like fucking buy a motorbike? And get just a get a, I, I do have a bus cut. <laughs> but, uh, um, like, I find that's very common. Mm. And it's very annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how common it is in the UK simply because sometimes I feel like I'm the only dyke in North Wales. <laughs> you probably are. There's like 10 people uh, in nah. North Wales, Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, um... <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Kelly, if you're hearing this, I'm sorry. I know you're gay. But <laughs> Kelly lives in Manchester now. So it's, she's not here. Manchester. Man- what was that? Manchester. 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 <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I don't know. Kelly's butch. Yeah. I don't know where I sit because like, in terms of how I present myself, I'm just kind of, I guess I'm kind of femme. Like my hair's shoulder length now. I'm thinking of going short, short, but not until like summer where it's like warm and if it doesn't suit me. I'm not in work, so yep. nobody has to see it. Um, but like my clothing, I just wear jeans all the time. Yeah. Jeans, I'll wear shirts tucked in. I might wear my binder if I'm feeling like it, but like in myself as like a person, I'm definitely like, I don't know, I feel mask. Yes. Masculine. I don't know. Gender's weird, but lesbian lesbianism is great. Yes. Um, when did you know you were gay? Uh, I knew I liked girls. When I was, I'd say, uh, uh, the timeline is all over the place. I don't know, 14, 15? Because I remember coming out when I was like, I want to say 15 or 16. Because I always said, oh, I came out to my friends at a party. I got drunk on like a whole bottle of wine. And like I came out to my friends. And I said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 when we were 15. And a friend of mine said a couple of years ago, she's like, he said, um, oh, Katie, we weren't 15. Like, that was like way later, so I don't think <laughs> I actually came out until maybe I was like seventeen. Oh, right, interesting. But I knew I liked girls when I was young, mm-hmm. and then I thought I was bi. Mm-hmm. We all did. And then I was like, oh no, I'm pansexual. And then I got to uni, and I was like, oh, there's going to be so many cute boys and girls. Uh-huh. And then I got to uni, and I was like, hmm, there's new cute. There's no cute boys. <laughs> there never are at universities. <laughs> and then I was like. Well, maybe I would, like, sleep with a guy and I just wasn't, I wouldn't date one. You know, like, the split attraction model thing where it's, like, Mm -hmm. sexually but not romantically attracted. I was thinking, like, maybe it's that. And then my friend sat me down. 
I think we were in like KFC or something. KFC! I was like talking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were like. That's <laughs> just we like, were, like talking about it. <laughs> out of all the places to have a very in-depth discussion about humans and their sexuality, KFC. Well, like Banger Univer- Banger Banger is a small place. There's not many spiritual places for discussion in Banger. It's that but, with McDonald's um, or the uh, the chip shop down the road. Yeah, or KFC. I remember talking about it with them and they sat me down and they just went, Casey, you're a lesbian. And I was like, I'm a what? Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you're right. And henceforth, I am beyond. Very interesting. I think you're going to get, I think you're going to get a kick out of the rest of this list. Hang on, we've got high femmes, chapstick lesbians, lipstick Mm -hmm. lesbians. Baby dykes and oh, baby dykes. Fuck! Don't get me fucking started yeah. on baby dykes. I know. Are you ready for this one? Sure. <laughs> astrology lesbians. Oh, shut the front door. Uh, astrology oh, lesbians. I hate them. I know. I don't know specific them. astrology lesbians, but I know a couple of I'd say <laughs> astrology bisexuals. I guess. Oh, I think just because I got really badly friend zoned by a really toxic astrology lesbian. Yeah. Oh boy. I guess and that, Mercury and I, wasn't in oh, retrograde for you two or something. No. And that I got friend zoned by her after five dates. Oy. Five dates. She kissed me first. Oh gee. Um and then she friends me after I dropped seventy bucks on food for the evening. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. How long I, have you told me about this one? How long ago was that? Oh, and you know, I was about to say this is the night before you guys fought the Kraken. Back back in oh, my D and D game, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. yeah, I remember that. And I was just crushed and furious. I bet because I felt well, like strung along. Yeah, and she kissed you first. Huh? She kissed me first. She invited me over to her house first, as well. Mm. And yeah, it was not a vibe. Like a, oh, it's one of those, isn't it? It's like. I don't know. It depends. I don't mind, like, quote, astrology lesbians. It just depends on how seriously people take it. Like, it's all fun and games until people make life decisions based on it. Yeah, and I, I saw, I was reading um, I was reading an article the other day, and um, it was about this person who used to write in, like, those teen girl magazines who would have, like, uh-huh. you know, what does your astrology say about you this month? And um, God, I used to love that shit. Yeah, and um, she was like, I wrote all that astrology shit and had mm-hmm. no idea what I was writing about. I made it all up. That's so funny. I love that. But if- I, I like astrology. Like, I like, I will occasionally read, like, um, you know, what's in store for you this week. I, I just yeah. like having, like, little things. But yeah. it's when you make decisions that affect other people. Yeah. That's when it becomes an eh. I asked, because um, Marie is into, like, astronomy and stuff. Ah, and uh, the actual science. <laughs> yeah, the actual science. <laughs> actual <part>. science. <laughs> uh, I remember bringing it up with her. I was like, "Oh, so were you? You know, are you into like astrology or anything like that?" And she's like, "Ah, not really." And I remember joking. It's like, "Did you know we were compatible?" <laughs> but like, oh. if we weren't compatible, who the fuck is quotation marks? I wasn't. I wasn't gonna take that to heart. You know what I mean? No. Oh my god, the girl I'm seeing at the moment. Um, she's a Scorpio, uh-huh. and I'm a Scorpio. Uh-huh. Apparently that's not compatible. Oh. But and it's yet. just like, but yet we coexist. 
<laughs> cohabitation. We co Cohab we cohabitate. Co yes. I think that's but the first time I've said that word out loud. Cohabitation. It's a big word. <laughs> but I guess um. like uh, that's astrology lesbians. Um, I have one D and D character whose name is mm -hmm. Vi, and she is mm -hmm. absolutely one hundred percent an astrology lesbian. Uh, that <laughs> that's really funny. that bitch. Um, she lives. You you've met her. You dated her. Your Katie's character mm -hmm. Diana in my homebrew game dated Vi, <laughs> and all because of the Sims. All because of my fucking Sims game. Uh, that shit was so chaotic. Is... That was hilarious. God, oh, uh, I need to install it. <laughs> I would stick. I would stick Diana in probably Fudge. Because, like, butch. I'd say her natural state, her her default state would be pretty butch. Mm -hmm. But she I, she would like, like, she wouldn't mind dressing up and getting yeah. a bit girly, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Diana, Diana uh, is your, uh, your dragonborn druid slash... <laughs> what, what was her multi-class? Uh, fighter. Fighter. Okay, druid fighter. I love fighting with Diana. It was just so much fun. She's a fun character. Like, she is fun. I, oh, I love She's Diana. Great. My baby. <laughs> Alright, what else have we got on this list? We've got astrology lesbians, we've got non-binary dykes. Mm -hmm. uh, moi, I would say. Yep. I'd that can mean that. like anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> YouTube lesbians. Oh, what the fuck is a YouTube lesbian? I'm guessing my my first thought that comes to mind is not lesbians who watch YouTube a lot, but lesbians who are like, you know, on YouTube it's like reacting to lesbian TikToks and Yeah. Or See, the, you know, partners who do it. Yeah, like oh, Rose and Rosie. I love. They're my favorite YouTubers. Oh, those Ooh. are the those are the ones. They have a baby now, right? Yeah, yeah, they have a baby. How oh, that's so that? cute. And they've been together <laughs> for like ages. But I used to follow their. They have religiously because they were just so funny. I feel like I used to as well. And they used to just like shit, and they still do. They just shit on each other constantly. <laughs> and like, I think that's what I like about um my current. Seeing status is like I can just shit talk this person, and that, and she will mm -hmm. shit talk me back. And mm -hmm. yeah, but I, I really enjoy that sort of stuff. But when you said YouTube lesbian, I just thought gay for pay. Gay for pay, <laughs> like, like they were only a lesbian on camera or something like or something like that, like uh -huh. like tattoo. Like, oh, I was about to say like iconic group tattoo. <laughs> Oh my god! I iconic quote unquote lesbian group tattoo. Mm -hmm. That song is really good though. All the things she said—that's a good song. Oh, it's a it's in my it's on my fucking treadmill playlist. Like I run to that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's really funny? When I think of that song, right? When I was when I was a a baby, and when I say baby, I mean like eleven. <laughs> I would like religiously watch AMVs on YouTube. Oh, how many AMVs like, had that song? Really. In it? Exactly, and no, but the specific ones that come to mind is a Pokemon one. A Pokemon one, and I can't remember what love. Yeah, I can't remember what love triangle it was. I know May was involved, but I don't think it was Ash. I think it was May and Drew, the one with green hair, and like maybe it was May and Dawn. Oh no, that reminds me. Um, interesting, because this because what I think of, is I think of the Disney princess AMVs, where it was like, oh my god, really, Sleeping Beauty and Belle. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and, and it had that fucking, um, that Windows media, movie maker effect where it was like the colors and it would mm -hmm. like, spy <laughs> it would like spiral through the colors. As the uh, oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh, but that song, 
That wasn't some see, A and B's. Belle and Super Beauty. See, I would pair Belle with I would pair Belle with Mulan. Okay, that's cute. I but it's cute. They uh, they don't scream lesbian to me, but they both they both they do. I Mulan is definitely bi. I did see there was a another, like just racking through my um my brain. There was a short with um Esmeralda and Jasmine. Oh, that's good. And I was talking to Zane, our DM, the other day, and he was because because um myself and Re- uh the person I'm seeing, Rihanna, we watched Hercules the other day. Uh huh. And we were just joking about like, yeah, would smash Mega up, but her waist is fucking tiny. And then <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> and um, Zane was like. Yeah, Kyra could be Megara, but she's definitely more of an Esmeralda. And I was like, yeah, I, I can see that. Oh my god, the crush I had on Esmeralda. The crush yeah. I still have on Esmeralda. Yeah. Fucking Esmeralda. Oh, that's a really good movie. That Hunchback? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good movie. Man, those we, we, AMVs. AMVs, yeah, no, the, the, that flipping Pokemon one. But speaking of May and Dawn, I remember, because not only there was their YouTube, there was also... Deviant art. Oh my god, deviant art. What a time. <laughs> like deviant art was like really like I was proper in my sort of, you know, puberty sexual awakening kind of <laughs> era when I was browsing deviant art. And like I remember seeing like I would Google like Pokemon ship art because I was like, oh yeah, Ash and May, my favorite couple, blah 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 blah. And there was this one, like, artist who would, like, make, like, loads of comics. Yeah. And a lot of them were either Ash or May or Ash or Dawn. And I remember seeing one, and I was, like, I was, like, going through it, and I remember, like, a couple of these were, like, mature, and I was, like, oh, I'm old. I can, I can definitely put my correct date of birth in. <laughs> and it was, it was May and, <laughs> it was May and Dawn, and I was, like, huh? What is this? <laughs> I, was just, I was like so confused but also i was like huh when's the ne- where's the next page yeah i wonder if this will have an effect on me <laughs> uh i think i'm growing up because i'm a little bit older than you um yeah i think like a couple of years or whatever but um growing up i watched religiously sailor moon and uh-huh. when i first saw the, in the english of a sailor moon there's um sailor neptune and sailor they call a uranus Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously in the original Japanese dub, Neptune and Uranus are together. They're lesbian. They're a lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. But in the dub, they're cousins. Yeah. So I remember I remember watching the dub of Sailor Moon just going, why is, in the dub, it's like Michelle, why is Michelle getting so close to Amara like that? Mm-hmm. I don't get that close with my cousins. But then I dug in the school library back in 2000 and uh this was like 2005 i think back when we had those old ass fucking windows computers Uh i'd log in to internet explorer and just like google like sailor neptune and then i'd come up like her girlfriend is sailor uranus and i was like the fuck what and i was like hang on whoa 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 so i like went and i was like what do you mean i was like but they're not like the and then there's like clear thing in the dub it's like in the english dub they change it to cousins and i was like that explains everything. And I was like, <laughs> like 11 years old, like mind blown. I was mind like, whoa. <laughs> um, uh. And then I actually found the original Japanese, um, the original Japanese versions with the English subtitles and watched. And I was like, this makes so much more sense now. Mm-hmm. You know? But who would you rather, who would you rather date Uranus or Neptune? I would date Neptune. 
I would also date Neptune. Yes, Neptune, but I have a rule because I my real job is I'm a musician and a music teacher. I do not date mm-hmm. musicians. So uh, that's I would a good probably rule. St- I would probably still date your uh Neptune, but yeah. I mean smash Uranus. <laughs> smash smash both. But but my favorite sailor scat of all time is Sailor Jupiter. Oh, she's the one with red hair, right? Uh brown hair and a ponytail. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I have a tattoo in her honor, and then Sailor Pluto because I share a birthday with her. Yeah, they're so cute. Such so cute, cute designs. I love them. I I think I'd, I would smash and date Neptune, but Uranus is the kind of like lesbian I want to be. Yeah, you know, like cool looking, kind of suave, princely. Drives really fast cars. Yeah. Have a fucking sword. <laughs> you know what my car looks like my my little Adam my tiny ass car. Um, have you ever played a Dungeons and Dragons character who is not gay, or have all of yours been not straight? Let's see. Here I've lesbian. Mm-hmm. Diana, asexual lesbian. Mm-hmm. Clarity, lesbian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Reese was pansexual, non-binary. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. My beautiful Arakokra. Ara- 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 how do you say Arakokra? Ara- yeah. yeah. R.I.P. I miss R-I-P. them. Slash him, slash her. <laughs> uh, Fowl is like asexual, aromantic, just because that's how turtles are. Yeah. They like. They don't feel anything until like the later stage when they're like must procreate, I guess. Yeah, that is um that is canon by Wizard of the Coast. Yeah. That that is canon. It, yeah. And I don't have any more. I suppose I did make Diana's not dad. <laughs> yeah. Um Evan. Uh, Yeah, I did make Evan. And Evan is also Pan. Mm-hmm. And his wife is Cassie. lesbian. Mm-hmm. Cassie, yeah. And their trans daughter. Alma. Mm-hmm. Alma. Uh, bye. Cute. Yeah, so I, I don't think I could ever play like a straight character just because I just, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, not for me. Let me pull up my fucking list of characters. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, Val Quinn, who is my dragonborn monk. Um, mm-hmm, I love Val. Val is funny. Um, I tend to play her as just kind of a chaotic asexual with a hint, but I think if she would ever swing, she'd probably swing gay, I think. But mm-hmm. I, have, I haven't really fleshed her out yet. Um, oh, the MILFs. Um, so Arnadelle is pansexual. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lovely moon elf dragonborn sorcerer. Sorry, dragon-blooded sorcerer. Chronomancer. Um, Lindell is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. Um, Primrose is 10. So we haven't really, <laughs> we haven't um, flushed that out yet. She's a baby. She's, she's figuring that out herself. She's figuring that out herself, yeah. Um, Tamsin. Um, I, I don't know with Tamsin. I've never. I don't know either. I'm trying to, I'm, trying, I'm thinking about it. Like, who could I picture like Tamsin with? Herself. <laughs> because she's so <laughs> fucking vain. But um, I've never had, I've played Tamsin a couple of times and I've never had a moment of romance with her. She's just kind of always like that bitchy friend on the side. So, mm-hmm. question mark. Um, Tamsin, the, the easy way to solve it, give her a harem. Yeah, give her a, give her a harem. Yeah, She'd harem harem. Um, yeah. Scarlet is just queer. Like, yeah. 
queer. Um, Orle is straight. Yeah. The drow cleric, she is definitely straight. Um, Owain, Lyndall's dumbass brother, he's also straight. Mm-hmm. Um, Vi is, I'm going to say, oh, she's not really a lesbian. Vi's queer. Um, yeah. In her heart of hearts. but Astrology queer. Astrology mm-hmm. queer, yeah, definitely. Um, Benji, again, is a child. Figuring that out. Not really sure. Figuring that out. Um, who else we got on here? Um, Pira. Pira. I, d- I think everyone knows I play Pira <laughs> to be- have the hots <laughs> for Kyra. I was going to though- say, Pira's currently got the hots for Kyra, oh, so Kyra. at least likes the ladies. <laughs> at least likes the ladies, yeah, but still just trying to... Because I think, like, you know, from a nomadic tribe, um, I think, like, lions are kind of the same... IRL lions are the same, you know, they don't... Mm-hmm. Sorry, they only procreate for, you know to keep their prides going and to, you know, have offspring yeah. and stuff like that. And it's also, you yeah. know, survival of the fittest so that they'd have like multiple cubs mm-hmm. and like obviously only the fit survive. So um, I think in Pira's tribe. it's not There's no room for romance in that life. Yeah, I don't really think there was a lot of romance in Leonin prides, but um, mm-hmm. quote me if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, and they're not there, you know, and lions especially in the law for Leonin, um, they do not like gods. No. <laughs> yeah, so the law from that is they do not trust the gods. So I find it really funny that Pyrrha is getting the hots for Kyra, the goddess of music. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't date another musician, but Pyrrha would. <laughs> but Pyrrha would, yeah, 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 yeah. Pyrrha would. I think we're just kind of playing her as definitely more on the lesbian side. I would consider her to be butch. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, not not necessarily stone no. butch, but I, I would say butch. Yeah, like a, like a leather jacket kind of butch. Leather jacket kind of butch. And she does take very good care of her, her hair, her mane. Yeah. You know, that thing is always so perfectly quaffed and beautiful. So mm-hmm. And long. And long. Um, mm-hmm. And then my backup character, Kion, uh-huh. who is a Leonin druid. Um, Ooh. I'm just going to play him as asexual. Yeah. I. Oh, talking about characters just makes me want to make a new character. It is a lot of fun to make a new character. Like I was playing, I um, I've been playing the Skyrim Anniversary Edition lately. Yeah. And I actually fleshed out uh, Velrissa, uh-huh. who's like, she's my uh, my dark elf in that in um, Skyrim. And I made her like a destruction mage. And so I made her a school of evocation wizard uh-huh. in um, D&D. So she's just a fucking damage machine. But it is a lot of, and I find... You you might also feel this as well, but I find I can project onto D and D characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I f- I feel like D my D and D characters are all like different sides of me. Yeah, I feel like you know I put a lot of my angst I put Lendl through a lot of shit because <laughs> I've been through a lot of shit and Lendl's your punching bag. Lendl's my punching bag, but she's also like one of my favorite characters. Um, you know, I feel like. Arnadel's much more of a prissy femme with like high maintenance side of me. Um, yeah. You know, and then like Pyrrha is just like raw anger and stupidity, but not anymore because someone gave her a headband of intellect. Oh, God, that was <laughs> funny. I knew that would have been a good move. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm pretty sure it was in Sal's character as well. It, it's within character because they'll be like, hmm, who's the least smart here? <laughs> <laughs> or at the very least. Who would benefit more from an intelligence boost? <laughs> I find that really funny. Of course, he means it affectionately. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but do you feel like, like that you do that as well, where you project aspects of your personality uh, onto your D&D characters? 
Oh yeah, I'd say with Diana. Diana's much. Diana's like the sort of. I suppose my inner clumsy free spirit. Yeah, I can see that. Like, and I don't know nervous habits. I definitely pour my nervous energy into Diana. Yeah. Uh, here I was my first character, so like I was like, right, D and D, angsty backstory. Let's go. <laughs> Diana, I don't pull much into Hirith, I think. I think Hirith's just a really, I think she's cool. She is cool. I was like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I wish I was that cool, but I don't, she's not me, you know? Yeah, you also followed the tradition of every gay person making their first D&D character a tiefling paladin. Yes. Oh. Because I've done it, you've done it, every Tom, yep. Dick and Harry I know has done it. It's it's the go-to. It's the, It's a paladin tiefling or a warlock tiefling. Mm-hmm. It's one of the two. I haven't made. I need to make another. Oh, look, my um, clarity. I haven't played clarity in ages, but clarity was a cleric, I'm sure. Yeah. But I was. I wanted to make her like mostly a spellcaster. Yeah. Maybe I should change that. Yeah, life domain cleric. I could also see her as. I could definitely see clarity as a warlock, as someone who you know struck a bargain with like an otherworldly being, like what Salem did. But I don't think she'd be a fiend. No, not the. I could definitely see her with the great old one. Yeah, which is clarity's like, more like clarity. Like has like the imagery of like purity, you know, white clothing. Yeah, but she's like you know she's not benevolent by any stretch. She's stubborn. She's a bit prissy. Mm-hmm. A little bit sassy. She could also be um, Archfey. You know, oh, she, that's maybe, good. Because she could also have like you know, maybe Queen Titania as her patron, who's just as pretty. That's, that's double good. Oh. I don't pour much of myself into Clarity either. Clarity's no, not really. Um, I definitely poured a lot of gender or lack thereof into Reese. Mm-hmm. But Reese is pan, and I am lesbian. But uh, and Reese is dead, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily, unfortunately. I'm still alive. And luckily, uh, but I, here. yeah, uh, I love Reese. Um, I was genuinely very upset when I found yeah, out Reese was gone. Like, yeah, the first time or the second time? Ah, uh, the second time after. Yeah, same. That just, after that happened, I was genuinely devastated. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, me too. Oh well. Uh, never mind. It's D and D. Oh man, I think I do think D and D is very important to a lot of people who are queer or you know who are not. Yeah. Straight, because I do feel like it, it it is an outlet for a lot of people, um, especially people who are you know discovering themselves or. It's because you can, like, people say that about, like, video games like Final Fantasy XIV. It's like, oh, you can make your own character. And it's like, it's true, but it's mostly, it's kind of, it's not strictly visual because your character can be whoever you want. So, like, I've put my Final Fantasy character into D&D, so I've got Ruth, who's a wood elf sorcerer. But, like, in the game itself... You know, like drawing cutscenes, all the all of your main ca- all of your warriors of like they all act the same. But like when it's D and D, it's much more you. Like you have to think about it, and you choose how much of yourself you pour into it, or or don't pour into it. Alternatively, yeah, I find with um with Pira, um, I obviously don't. I used to not do a lot of thinking with Pira <laughs> because she's dumb. She's not very talkative. She's only got a negative to her. She's got a negative one to her um, uh, charisma. So it's just kind of like, you know, don't think about it. 
just do it. <laughs> but I think when we came across Karina, that uh, the teenager we found in the old woods, RIP. I think definitely the yeah, RIP. Um, I definitely feel like Dom came out because I work with kids all the time. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, we got to, you know, protect this kid because, you know, that's what Dom would do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I, I, yeah, I get that as well with um, when I play Lyndall as well. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, Lyndall's whole thing is like trying to get her daughter Primrose back. So that's just kind of myself and Lyndall kind of merged. Yeah. I was like that with Diana as well with uh, yeah. Prim and Benji and all the kids on that. Because I also am a TA, R.I.P.B. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P.B. But uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's fun to see what you what you don't expect. You show sides of yourself that you didn't expect to show. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Like I, I played Tamsin for a while in a campaign. I was like, I did not know I could be this much of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this sassy. This- rowdy this sassy this rowdy and I did not know I could do that Mm -hmm. because I don't I personally don't think I'm like that I don't have a valley girl accent I'm not blind (laughs) also um but I or blonde I'm not blonde either (laughs) um so yeah I find that I just felt like you know the spirit of Tamsin took over my body whenever I played her (laughs) you know and just like something's flicks to autopilot and um, it's just like, all right, Tamsin, take the wheel. I don't know. Tamsin, take the wheel. You get in the zone. Yeah. I have yet to make a character that sort of <laughs> bitchy, I guess, because, like, with Clarity, she was, like, sassy and prissy, but in, like, a kind of a calm way. Like, she'd always keep her calm. She wasn't out here insulting people on the way they dress. Yeah. I would say out of all my characters, Reese was probably the one with the shortest temper. Yeah. You can definitely, I did feel times there was like, you can, you can hear and metaphorically see the wheel turning in his head when like, you know, we're fighting stuff like in the temple of the Oracle. Yeah. Or, you know, we're like dealing with a fucking raging boar. Yeah. Or, you know, like his temper definitely was getting short. Yeah. And that's cool. In, I would too. Because in real life, I don't have much of like a temper. I'd rather if someone like, oh, I don't know, in some ways I do, in some ways I don't. I, it's like, I've got it in that I secretly get angry. And then I cool down. I don't get like explosive or I will get yeah. angry and angry and angry, like loads of little times. And then I'll like not necessarily snap and explode, but like I'll just have an urge, you know, to like <laughs> flipping tables kind of urge. And yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I need to make a character who's like a lot more like openly bitchy, I think. I think that could be fun. But do I make that a guy or a gal or neither? Hmm. I've always wanted to make a really prissy little gnome barbarian. <laughs> because like, because like Pyrrha's tall. Pyrrha's like six foot four or whatever. Yeah. But like a tiny barbarian. That would be pretty funny. With a temper, like, like a pris- like a prissy little princess character mm-hmm. who just goes into rages when things don't go their way. Yeah. Like that could be really funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I also feel like, uh, I mean, I don't know if you feel this, um, but I have kind of gotten over making super, super serious characters. Yeah, I'm getting to that stage where it's like, I don't need to give a tragic backstory. Yeah, because like Scarlet was my first. Apart from Reese. <laughs> like Scarlet was my first and I had this whole thing like, she's going to like join the clergy out of spite because fuck you, dad. <laughs> and then Lyndall got like super fucking different. It's like her wife died and her child got stolen. Yeah. But now I'm just like. You know, I'm a lion that sets herself on fire. Like, yeah. 
I'm just, uh, I, I find it's also tricky to like, keep up, you know, the angsty persona, which is why I've like, I've never played a rogue. Yeah. Never done, never done the edgelord rogue thing. Yeah, that's funny because Reese was gonna be. I was thinking of making Reese a rogue, a way of the shadow monk. That could be called multi class. Yeah, because like way of the shadow monk and a rogue. That's some like it's sneaky. An assassin rogue. My god. Yeah. You'd be a fucking damage output. I know. That's what I wanted because I wanted Reese to be a proper edge lord. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily an edge lord, but just like a really because I didn't give him like. Visually, he's definitely not an edgelord. Like, he's a gorgeous, white, plumed secretary bird, you know? But, like... Who kicks. Yeah, who has a hell of a kick. But Reese is definitely... I'd say my... Maybe, probably my um, edgiest character. Mm -hmm. Diana's definitely my least edgy. Diana just had a happy home life and went exploring one day. Diana's just vibing. Yeah, Diana's happy to vibe. Thal's pretty chill as well. I haven't, haven't gone over much of Thal's backstory because I'm still kind of fleshing it out. But... I know his is not, like, full of tragedy. Like, he's just a wanderer, you know? His was very sad. <laughs> as much as I, um... As much as I love Reese, Love Reese, uh, present tense. I also am loving Thal. Yeah. Because Thal reminds me of an old man. Yeah, he's like... For some reason. <laughs> he's like 20, but he's like an old soul. <laughs> yeah, he's an old soul. And he's like, even when you say, like, oh, he's squinting ahead, I'm like, I'm just imagining, like, he hasn't got his glasses on, so he's like, hang on a second. <laughs> I mean, yes, Dad. Have a look here. Hang on, Sunny. <laughs> yeah. Or the fact that, you know, because I don't think he has a lot of decks because clerics don't typically clerics don't really no. need decks unless you're playing like a light armored cleric. But um, you know, he he waddles around and you know he's mm -hmm. very cautious. I just feel like he's definitely an old soul. Yeah, he's like Ugwe like, but with mobility. <laughs> or <it> was, <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely mobile. He's a flipping, you know, kung fu master, but like he doesn't yeah. like he doesn't look like an old man. Yeah. But when he gets older, he will look ancient. Ancient old man. Ancient but, um, old man. I, I do love, I do love Thal. He's um, he's probably one of my favorites. Cool, good. I love him too. He's so cute as well. He's so cute. He's a, he's um, he's so adorably cute. Yeah. And I'm so glad I went with Tortle. <laughs> Tortle is a fun race. Like a lot of the monster races, like Tortle, Leon, and Loxodon, which are like the elephant people. Mm -hmm. Um. I find they don't really get used a lot. Like I I've never played a Tortle or a Loxodon. Like this is my first like monster race. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, because everyone else I've played is like I've like Lindel's an air genazi. Um Arnadel's a moon elf. Uh, mm -hmm. Primrose is a half elf. Vi's also a moon elf. Tanzan's human. Like it's kind of fun to just play like a monster yeah i love monster races like it's just they are a lot of fun it's like i've got a lot of humanoid actually now that i think about it well not a lot but like if i didn't go total i was considering going one of the um the monster races i was thinking centaur i was like oh do i want to go centaur i don't know who have i got yeah clarity and here i thought my only sort of humanoid thingy we've got a total and our crocra a dragonborn i was also thinking uh a tabaxi, maybe? Tabaxi, yeah. Oh, I did have... No, I lied. I did have a tabaxi warlock who was a little shit who just fucked everything up for people. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I definitely do find the monster races need some more love because they do have really cool perks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a really... I, I, I love D&D. Me too. I think it's a great outlet for creativity and, you know, just, just do something with friends as well. Like, this group started as a group of friends 
who all like met online mm-hmm. to just play D and D, and it kind of it still is that way. It is that way, yeah. Still that way, and it, I think it always will be that way. Yeah, because it's just like a bunch of friends just playing a game. The only thing is, we all just live in different parts of the world. <laughs> well, me especially. You, you're 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 in fucking Wales, <laughs> so teeny but, um, tiny Wales. It, Teeny tiny whales. Yeah. The whole of the United Kingdom's percentage of listens comes from your family. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just imagined if my well, dad we... listened to this. Hilarious. Cool. Oh, wait, Aaron, fuck. Minive. Minive. Um, what did we say Minive was on the lesbian spectrum? Oh, oh, we did decide. Minu. What did what did we say? Oh, what did we say? I I I I do feel like Minive is femme. Yeah. I, I don't I don't see her. As a butch person, even though she punches with thunder gauntlets. Yeah, but she's like a crazy scientist. <laughs> Where do you put the crazy scientist? I mean, I know we shit on Minerva a lot, but Minerva is an amazing character. Oh god, I love Minerva. Aaron's characters are so well thought out and well designed. Mm-hmm. He, he just comes up with stuff which, like, you wouldn't even think of. Yeah, like the traps. <laughs> yeah, the traps. The traps blow me away every time because I have no idea. I had no idea to even think of that. No. You know, like the like the the trap for um, uh, the river monsters. I thought that was super cool. Um, you know, and the acid trip. That's not the acid trip from um last game. I thought that was great. It is. It was good. So I, and I feel like you know it. It all does stem from you know just thinking outside the box, which is why I also love D and D is because you can think outside the box with every single scenario yeah you can just hey can i do this and when the dm says yeah go for it and it's like yeah or you can certainly try <laughs> yeah well. it's you, one you of my favorite try. sayings you can certainly, you can certainly try, try. <laughs> which i and you know i definitely feel like this especially in this game you know this group it's all about yeah if you can think of it you can do it if you can dream it like you can saying, do it yeah Pretty much, because Zane's just like, we'll try and make it work. Yeah. Especially with Minu's crazy-ass traps, which are fantastic. And I do love how psychotic she is at times. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's got a vendetta against a squirrel. <laughs> well, I feel like we've got a super creative group, personally. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, you know, I can play really charismatic characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and can RP his ass off. Yeah, for sure. And like, even though Pira hates Salem, I, Dom, I love Salem. I think Salem's a great character. I love... Yeah, same. Salem, Salem's a lot of fun. I, I'm surprised we haven't gotten sued for copyright infringement, but he is a great character. <laughs> <laughs> Don't invoke it. Don't invoke it. <laughs> Don't invoke it. Come on. But we have we have Nala, we have Salem, Ugwe, <laughs> and Isma. And Isma. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh lord don't sue us please please <laughs> we're all we're all broke <laughs> we, we are broke uh, and i feel like but you know i don't i don't i feel like breaking the fourth wall isn't as taboo as it used to be no i'm i'm mixed on like fourth wall breaks i like it in like corny anime and like pokemon i like it in kids anime i think it can be pretty fun in like kids cartoons like we break we break the fourth wall in D D all the time. Yeah, true. It happens constantly. It does. But I also feel like that's because, you know, someone's playing a character. Mm-hmm. There's an awareness level. There's, there is an awareness level. Yeah, and we um, can't literally, we literally cannot stay in character because we're saying things like, 
can I cast this or can I build a trap? Yeah. You know, it's it's part of the game, yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> not being. It's not me like, I'm going to run forward and stab with my glaive. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if I can do it or not until they roll the dice. <laughs> but also, I suppose for us, there's another layer of fourth wall breaking because we are talking directly to the people who are listening. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. So it's like a fifth wall. <laughs> a fifth wall. So many walls. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, I, I don't mind it. No, me. Yeah. Especially like when you know you're doing like riddles or something like that, where like you have to think like, okay, hang on a second, let's just pull our heads out. Yeah. Of our characters for a second. And like, <laughs> but then you have to go back into your character and think with my character. Then you have to go back in. My problem is, yeah. I feel like Fal would be really good at riddles, but my problem is, is that I'm not. <laughs> I'm true. not good at riddles, so it's like how much is so my, none of my characters will ever be good at riddles because i am not good at riddles <laughs> i would have lost I, right. I would have never Gollum would have killed me if i was in the caves in the hobbit because i am not good at riddles <laughs> Sauron would have won oh Gollum! <laughs> i find it interesting how dmd did, did kind of st- it, it basically stemmed from lord of the rings yeah pretty much yeah and i i, I do love how creative it's gotten over the years yeah. like it's branched out from this simple you know lord of the rings basically like tribute mm-hmm. into this whole empire of role-playing games and i yeah i've gotten um i played a lot of uh not played i bought uh an itch.io bundle recently of games and there's a lot of table stuff tab- tabletop stuff on there but the one that I've always wanted to play was Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, yes. I um, really I wanted to play that. play that as well. That looks like fun. I- Same, because I... Have you ever played Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines? I have not, no. It's really good. It is really good. I totally recommend it. It's like, there is a lot of really fun RPG elements, like mm. choosing the dialogue, depending on what race, not race, um, like what type of vampire you are. Like, and you could be like a Nosferatu. So like, if you are a Nosferatu, you can't go through the streets because you'd be recognized as a vampire because you look hideous kind of thing. There's a lot of really fun elements in that. Yeah, I would love to play the tabletop of that. I'd also love to play. Um, I played Mouse Ritter once as like a one shot, mm-hmm. and it's re- and it's so easy to play Mouse Ritter. Yeah, it seems like, nice and simple, and like bam, so bam, simple. bam, like, everything auto hits. Yeah, <laughs> everything fucking auto hits. <laughs> your your hit your dice is just a d six, <laughs> regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also love to play Thirsty Sword Lesbians. Yeah, I think that was in the bundle I bought actually. Thirsty Sword yeah, Lesbians. I've got the book. Yeah, you yeah, did, yeah. I've got the um I've got the book. Um also I played Call of Cthulhu mm-hmm. and I do enjoy it. I love um the sanity roll mechanic, mm-hmm. which I took for my own D D game. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, you saying that actually. I love it. I love it. God, that was ages um, ago. So many... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just amazed I fucking finished my campaign. But I um I really enjoy the paths that D and D has forged for other role playing games, mm-hmm. and I would and I love seeing like even just homebrew stuff like Odyssey of the Dragon Lords is not official D and D content. No, like that's not an official book by Wizards of the Coast, but it's so beautifully rich in lore. Yeah, that it could if you did not think about it, it could be an official product by the Wizards of the Coast, but it's not. Mm-hmm. and it just shows like how creative people can be like the epic path thing is so cool yeah 
and you know like all like the oaths and the codes and stuff is just so mm-hmm. cool and like all the places and and the, and the npcs are amazing like, the npcs are so good yeah it is cool when like lore really comes into like mechanics and stuff oh definitely mm-hmm. like I love it. And, you know, and like I said, the NPCs are amazing. Like Vulcan is so funny. Um, I love Kyra. Kyra is so funny. Kyra is fun. Um, Even like that psycho bark bitch. I loved her as well, even though that whole session went to shit. I did really love. I would have loved to have talked to her a little bit more. Yeah. We did kill her pet, though. We we did kill. I'm surprised. And then she killed all of us. Yeah. <laughs> and she kicked the shit out of all of us. Well, the good news is that we will see her again. <laughs> because yes, we... she did get away, but she was very injured. Yes. Very injured, so we're just coming after her. So, no we're worries. Coming for your bitch. Coming for your bitch. Thala's going to be like, I... who are you? <laughs> Hello, young lady. Are you lost? <laughs> are you lost? <laughs> you seem to have some dry skin. <laughs> Would you care for some moisturizer? It's good for my skin. It clears out my pores. Uh, I, I also am really keen to meet Lutheria. Mm. I think she's going to be fucking sick. She is going to um, be a meanie. A meanie. And as much as we all shit on Sidon, I am very interested to see how Sidon develops. Same. I want to meet um, uh, the big titan. Talia? The... Mm. I want to meet. Yeah. I want to meet all of them. I love gods, goddesses. That kind of concept. Yeah, I, I, I really am keen to meet Talia. Pier is not. I am. I'm very excited to meet the gods and everyone. Um, I'm also keen to get on the boat. Yeah, same. The Ultras, yeah. and and meet um the captain. Mm. Last time we were on a boat, we killed the kraken. <laughs> you, you did kill the kraken with a you pebble. The kraken. With a pebble. May I remind you? Katie, magic. She. Through a magic stone. As an octopus. As an octopus. She wild-shaped into an octopus. As Diana. Diana went to the seabed, picked up a rock, and yeeted it at the kraken. And that's what killed the kraken. Right into its mouth. It choked. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. And I was so tired. And so, so delirious. And I'd just been dumped the day before. And I was like, this is fucking great. <laughs> I love it. But you know what? It was fantastic. It was. That was such a good game. And a good campaign, Dom. Like, dang. That was so good. <laughs> it was a rip of a fucking Ruby and Sapphire, like the Hoenn tree, like the Hoenn region. <laughs> it was basically based on that. And a bit of Octopath. Um, and a bit of Octopath because, you know, it had eight realms. So I, I think it is, you can kind of tell a lot of, you can tell a lot from someone the way they do campaigns. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm eager like, to do one, like, but oh, I've just got... Just do one. I will do one. I just, just gotta do it. do it. I have time. That's the thing. I have time. It's like, oh, I have to set aside time. But like, I come home from work and I'm just like, ugh, I'm going to play a game for a bit. And then I'm like, ugh, I really need to like get my ass into gear. But the good news is, is that ever since I deleted Twitter off my phone and my iPad, I am just a bit more productive as a person. of the discussion will come out later in April when we have some more episodes up. Once again,
again, thank you so much for listening to us, the D&D Apocalypse Tour, as we brave the world of Talia in Odyssey of the Dragonlords. Thank you.